0: Welcome to Shorts with Jill and Tara, a bite-sized podcast that blends business and fashion to bring you practical tips and strategies in a shorter format than a typical podcast. I'm Jill, and I've spent my career advising, starting, and running businesses.
1: I'm Tara, a family therapist turned fashion stylist and a digital creator.
0: Tara, what do you think about this color on me? You can be honest. Love.
1: love. Really? Yeah, it's such a good color. It's like a brownie, it's like brown, but. Yeah, I don't
0: like rusty brown. I don't really know what you would call it. It's like.
1: It's orange to it
0: almost. Yeah. I don't know about it. I think I like it. But you know, sometimes you wear colors where you, you think they should totally be good on you because you have like brown hair and brown eyes. So brown should look good. And sometimes they don't. You know, I love I
1: it. A- what is it? Is it a sweater?
0: Yeah, it's a, it's a sweater with these like kind of, it has these kind of like. Um, Puffy sleeves and this like funnel neck. It's, it's, yeah. uh, where'd I get it? I think I got it
1: at, at uh, Anthropology. I love it. It's a great color on you.
0: It's super comfortable. It's really like soft. I don't know what the material is. It's something that's not found in nature for sure.
1: <laughs> it doesn't, it doesn't look anthropology. You know how sometimes you can tell their stuff? It's because really
0: it's cute. like hippie, a little hippie. Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah it, looks like this. it looks more modern for them.
0: Yeah. You know, but, you know, sometimes you put on, like, like I put on a brown something and it's like, it, for me, I think it has to have either, I think it has to have more red in it than bl- like, it's like, it could, it's it, sometimes it's just on the wrong side of the color. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Definitely. Um, yeah. Like I, so like the color of your hat, which is sort of like a blushy pink. I love that color. Looks so bad on me. It's just so bad I don't know why I think it washes me out
1: yeah like red I have a hard time with red it brings out all the red in my face it's too much yeah
0: and I think and red works for me but it has to be more of like an orangey red not a bluey red
1: yeah this, this looks good I like this color
0: thank you um so I wanted to continue our conversation I think a couple episodes ago about um just kind of like teens and therapy and, uh, you know, being a teenager today, I think is is harder than it was when we were teens, possibly, I guess it depends on your perspective. Um, but I know you're not a licensed therapist now, but you have been in the past. And I just wanted to get your get, uh, you know, ask you a few more questions, because I, I left feeling dissatisfied on our last Episode
1: yeah. about this that I have. Well, I, I was a licensed therapist, and I actually, because I was a younger therapist when I was practicing, I saw a lot of adolescents. I mean, that was the bulk of my practice. I saw, you know, families, adolescents, some young children, but really it was working with when you work with an adolescent, you typically work with their parents as well because it becomes a family issue. Um, and I can tell you that sometimes. It's very hard as a parent to accept or hear what your child's going through and what they need. And sometimes it's because of us. They're, our kids act out a lot of what goes on in the home and they do it in different ways. And so um, that's typically what I would work with. Um but I'm happy to help answer questions and, you know, just remember that I'm not licensed and I'm not trying to act like a therapist right now, but I do have a history of being one.
0: So my first question is how should you, what are some things you should consider when you're choosing a therapist for your teen?
1: So most kids (laughs) are reluctant to come to therapy if it's an extreme situation. Okay. So, From my experience, they don't always want to be there. But now I think it's more acceptable, like I said before, to go to therapy. So it could be a little different. But I think when you're looking for a therapist, you really need to have somebody that can connect with the child. Um, It is more important for the therapist to connect with the child than it is with the parents because you want to uh, build a trust and rapport with this person, this child, who can trust you. And that is huge. A child needs to be able to trust the therapist. You know, I I tend to not, want I wouldn't, personally, I've been in therapy my whole life. My parents always put me in therapy because they wanted me to be fixed because they didn't see their problems. But what I really liked in the therapists that I connected with, some I did not, was I really wanted them to not talk to me like I'm a child. I didn't want to be infant what's the word? Infanticize?
0: In- yeah, I know what you mean.
1: Yeah, I, I didn't need another parent. I wanted somebody who could listen to me and connect with me on a level, even if they were older, but I didn't want to be talked to as, you, I already have parents. Does that make sense? So I didn't want that. And so I think somebody who can really come across like that is important. I think somebody, whether it's, I think it's important what you're going to therapy for. So if you're going for substance abuse, somebody who can really help with that. I did not specialize in substance abuse, but if I knew that the child had a substance abuse issue, then maybe it wasn't the best fit for me, but I could get them the extra help or somebody else who was. So finding that person whose niche or expertise is the one that you're looking for.
0: And, um, and when do you, I don't know very much about this, but when do you think about like group therapy versus
1: not? So group therapy is a wonderful thing. I loved conducting group therapy with teens because it really brings to light the experience that everybody's going through something and it's not just you. And I think that it can be isolating anyway to be an adolescent. And then when you're in a group and you realize, wow, People are going through this too. So I think it could be good for any situation, um, anything that a child's going through. You can find that, you know, Brookline Mental Health Center, they do a lot of group therapy in schools, in their center. Um, I always, I think it's a good idea, no matter what the issue is, to be honest with you.
0: And so when you are given your background as a therapist, when you're like, you know, talking to people, friends or family and how do you kind of resist like putting on the therapy hat? Like sometimes I find it hard to resist putting on the like business manager hat. Like that's just like a second nature to me. And I always want to like solve the problem, but sometimes people don't actually need me to solve the problem. They just want to like talk to me as a friend or a parent. How do you handle that?
1: Well, my kids are always like, you're going to say I need therapy. <laughs> <laughs> um, I try not to come across as a thing I don't I don't I've been so disconnected from it for a long time, so I don't think that I do that as much anymore. I just do have an understanding of life experience more than as a therapist of how important it is to seek help when you need it, uh to listen to your children and try. I'm not saying I'm perfect because I am not, but you try not to put yourself in relation to their situation in terms of don't let their whatever they're going through you cannot make it reflect upon you if that makes any sense like they are going through their thing they are their own people you have to let them be their own people it doesn't make a difference if you've been through it or if this is going to affect you in any way in terms of like people knowing i mean there's a there's a lot behind that you know there's a lot of people who are afraid because our kids going through something that other people are going to find out. And, you know, everybody's going through something. And so your kid might just be going through something totally different than your best friend's kid, but everybody's dealing with something. And so I, I think we just have to remember that.
0: Yeah. And how do you, um, when you find yourself in a difficult situation, do you like, do you kind of have therapists talk to yourself? Like, do you talk to yourself using therapist therapist lingo? Well, I uh, <laughs> do you validate so, your own feelings. Yeah.
1: I'm like, hey, "Tara, how does that make you feel?" <laughs> um, well, I have been through a lot in with therapy in life, and I do seek therapy when I need help. And you know, my, my as Jill knows, but maybe not a lot of you. But my mother just passed in the, in June. And it was tragic. And there were a couple of times that I have thought, should I go to therapy? But I I know myself enough to know how to work through some of that because of my experience of what I've already been through. And if there are times when I feel like I need therapy, I go 100%. I go. Um, I, there hadn't been a time when since she's passed that I felt like I've had to go, but I have used tools that I've learned to cope with that. So I think when you, yeah, when I think that when you go to therapy and you're a therapist, you learn to tools, right. To take care of you. And because I've been through so much and I knew that at some point she was going to pass that I took out my toolkit and, use those tools to kind of help me deal with the situation. So therapy always stays with you, but I think it's always a good thing to go if you need it, no matter what. Like I've been, you know, within the last five years, I've been to therapy for sure.
0: So it's almost, or it is February. No, tomorrow is February. Well, by the time this comes out, it'll be February. And I think February is one of the like, I don't know, toughest months for a lot of people traditionally what would you what are your kind of top three pieces of advice and I know this is not you're not giving medical advice this is not right. therapy but you know if you were to give and try to take this on a very light note if you were to give a pep talk to somebody who is just kind of feeling like a little like blah in February you know what would you say what would be sort of three things you would say to them
1: well I would say what are the things that make you feel good like so, you know, what are the things, think of the three things that make you feel successful for yourself, happy for yourself, um, like you have something to look forward to. I think a lot of times what happens in February is we forget that there's things to look forward to, right? Because we're stuck in the winter. So for me, exercise is always a good thing. Like it takes my mind out. I, it, that is my therapy in a sense. I need to work it out. When even when you go for a walk, Jill, I'm sure your mind goes through a lot of things that you're working out. You, you don't think of it, but you know, your mind, you're, you're working stuff out while you work it out. That's what I always say. I work it out while I work out. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the other thing, you know, is what makes you feel successful? So I don't mean in a broader scope. I mean, in a day, in a day, in a day of February, when you're, fe- what is going to make you feel good? Is it Jill knocking off seven things on her to-do list? Is it me just going to UPS to drop off the stupid box that's been sitting in my living room for 10 days? Like those sound so ridiculous, but when I go to UPS and I drop off that box and then I go to like the grocery store in one day, I'm like, I nailed it. Like (laughs) the smallest things like that. So try to take it to day by day, because I think if you take it down like that, you will feel so good. And also- something to look forward to. So maybe make a plan. Like maybe it is, you know, in March, the first weekend of March, you're going to go skiing or I don't know, something to, I I think it's always good to have something to look forward to.
0: Yep. That's great advice. Thank you, Tara. And by the way, do you get pliables next to the UPS store when you drop (laughs) off?
1: (laughs) I don't, but Tell me how good it, you know what I mean by the UPS situation? Maybe I know the
0: UPS situation. Stuff. I can't stand, I hate returning stuff. That's why I hate buying stuff online.
1: <laughs> it's the worst. And then it just sits there and you're like, I know I have to do it. And the time is ticking now. And it's the best.
0: And you keep trying to find ways for it to fit into something else you're doing. Like if you're going somewhere else, if it could be on the way, but it's never
1: on the way. It's always like out of the way. And also in Brookline where I live, it's like Parky. Like I gotta think of that. And I'm like, oh God, I gotta find Parky. Anyways, but I hope this helps. And um, you know, if you if you do need to seek therapy, there are a lot of you can do online therapy now. Like you don't even have to go to people's offices, which I think is brilliant. They didn't have that when I was doing that. But yeah, so ask for help, look for therapy. And I, any other thing you wanna let us know? Tell us. Thank you, Tara.